bumming with Bobby. Let's have a few brews. We'll have some fun with the bum wine crew. So kick your feet up and grab you a beer. Cause damn man, I'm glad that you're here. Right, this is Bumwide Bob welcoming you to an all-new edition of Bum with Bobcat. And this week joining the show is a special guest that is kind of you know on the same level that we're at on our show, and that is the bottom shelf. He is the host of the best of the bottom. It is the the Reverend himself, the Reverend JP. How you doing, man? Hello, hello, hello. And that's why I am the Reverend JP. All my Stuff is actually, it's bottom class, where uh, bottom class people drinking bottom shelf booze is our tagline. And why am I a reverend? Because you can do it for 30 bucks to the Universal Life Church, and now I speak for God, so everything we drink is ordained. Oh, see, and I will see. drink I will drink to that and crack one open. Uh, thank you. So, hey, but hey, thanks for, thanks for coming on the show. Like I said, I know... We've been kind of going back and forth for a few months now, uh, trying oh, yes. to coordinate a a podcast. When I saw what you discuss, and that's you know cheap booze, cheap alcohol, and I'm like, hey, that, that's me too. We're we're bottom shelf connoisseurs, and if you can drink cheap and on a budget, I'm all in on that. So, so before we get things rolling, uh, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight, I went to my go-to whenever I can't figure out what I want to drink. I always go with Foster's Ale. I go with the Ale one, the green and gold can, just because of the fact that it they're two for five bucks, and they taste pretty good. I know Australians say this is trash beer, but you know what? I might be a trash person, so <laughs> I mean, what, what can it's you do per- about it's, that? It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it works out that way. Yeah, two for five for, for the big can. Oh, yeah. Whenever I'm wandering around going like, I don't know what to get. You know what? Foster's Ale. Bam. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. yeah, that was like me too. I stopped on my way home today. I was looking around. I was like, okay, what am I going to get? And I was like, you know what? Screw it. It was like PBR 12 pack, you know, 10 bucks. I'm like, I'll, I'll take it. I was going to go with the six pack at first, but I was like, wait, the six pack is six bucks. A 12 pack is $9.99. Like that. That solves its own problem right there. I'm like, I'm going with 12 pack. You know, yeah, that's, why not? That is usually what I do. Actually, I I actually used to not be a fan of Pabst Blue Ribbon. I, uh, a lot of my hipster friends love to drink it. And I was just like, it's just not for me. I don't like it. And then one day I saw their Twitter and their banter back and forth. Because I'm a big wrestling fan, too, if you if you look yes, behind yes. me, I got all my <laughs> AEW merch up there. But they had this whole thing because uh, it was um, Nick Gage uh, was an AEW and he was doing the pizza cutter mm-hmm. spot <laughs> on uh, Chris Jericho and then cut right to a Domino's pizza commercial. And Domino's got all pissed about it and everything else. And then Pastor Ribbon is like, all they posted a thing of a pizza cutter and they're like, all. Well, if they don't want to be a sponsor, we'll do it. And then it was just this hilarious thing. And I started following them on Twitter. And I was like, you know what? Let's, I told my sister, let's give Paps Blue Ribbon a fair shake. Let's, let's bring it on the show. Let's do a full review of it. And, you know, it was, it was the redemption episode. And actually for my thumbnail, it's a Paps Blue Ribbon with angel wings and the halo and everything. <laughs> I'm all out for it because, you know, I, Every man for a good gimmick or just some good sense of humor and their Twitter game won me over. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, definitely over the past year or so, whoever took over their social media and their oh. Twitter has, has been on fire with everything. I remember years ago, I don't even think they were even posting anything on social media. It was like maybe a post here and there, like, Hey, you know, buy PBR this weekend, you know? And then all of a sudden over the past year, it was just like, they just 
gaining traction. And then, like you said, the AEW thing really took it off. And that gained all oh, this yeah. traction in the wrestling community now. Now that they're they're sponsoring uh, like GCW shows, trying to get on board with AEW. I know they got all the stuff going on with, with Matt Cardona. Oh, yeah. And- the Matt Cardona commercial. It yeah, just, it, it warmed all, my heart. All that stuff, and it's like finally, after all these years, like you said, PBR was always this quote-unquote hipster beer. Yeah, and it was before craft beers took over. It was like the beer that all the the hipsters would drink. Now they've kind of moved on from PBR to these extra hoppy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, craft beers. So now it's kind of reclaimed its spot on the bottom shelf. Well, it's always been cheap in price. Now I see more people are embracing it again and saying, okay, it's not just for those, those hipsters that want to be cool. Now it's at everybody, an everyday beer for people. Yeah, it's definitely kind of gotten into the Bud Light, Coors, um, Michelob kind of area. But I think it's still just a hair cheaper than those. Not yeah. by much. It just kind of depends on if you got specials. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's usually like a buck or two cheaper. So, I mean, if you're really trying to, you know, pick up that, that loose change, you'll, you'll get a little bit further for your buck with the PBR than a, a Bud Light or Coors Light. And I think it has some more of a, a better taste to it than the, than the, the light beers. So oh, yeah, it's, uh it's picking up steam again. So it's good to see them out there gaining that traction and getting more notoriety and more main sponsorships. And if it takes over the wrestling world, then Hey, more power to them. Oh yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's actually talking about booze and wrestling. That's kind of what I found interesting about your whole, your whole setup, the, the bum wine, Bob uh, website, um, the podcast, I guess I saw exactly what you were doing. You saw what I was doing. I was going, man, this is like, this is right up our alley. <laughs> you know? and, and we have the reverend here now to, to yes. bless our drinks. And now exactly. we can all drink in, in peace and harmony and escape from the, uh, the cruel world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's well, every, everything drank in my presence has been ordained by the deity or deities above. See, and and like I said, I was I was I was catching up on your as of we recording this your 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 last uh, stream from last night, and you said it's it's we're only the f- not even halfway into January of 2022, and it seems like this month has been going on for. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, before we even got to January, we lost you know Betty White, the universe's grandma. You know, and then I, I'm not going to go as far as saying America's dad, Bob Saget, but that was pretty shocking. Yeah, we, yeah. we even lost uh, Rob Bruce. I don't know if you watch, ever watch comic book men, but he was the guy that came in into Jane po- Silent Bob's secret stash. Um, he would do all the appraising of the different toys and stuff and mm-hmm. was a vast knowledge of geekdom. And even he was even he passed away at the beginning of this year. Yeah, it, we're not starting off 22, uh, 2022 on a good note here. That that's for people always say, "Oh, new year, it's gonna it's gonna be great. We're gonna you know wipe out everything from the past two years and and all the the negativity." And here we are, almost halfway into the month, and it's not looking good. Yeah, as so I got some uh, pothead conspiracy thoughts going on here for you. <laughs> so. I, I, I'm a retired pothead because my real job does not allow me to do such things because it's not legal everywhere yet, even though it just became legal in our state. It's not federally disappointment, but I was watching TikTok and it was a stoner account and somebody had commented that what if the world did end in 2012 and we're facing through little tiny phases going all the way through. And it's everything slowly dropping away of our reality. Then I had the thought because I was watching Good Mythical Morning, and apparently he was the, the Rhett was talking about the fact that the Voyager um, one satellite broke through into interstellar space in 2012. And what if, as we reached out beyond our known galaxy and our little 
so our world into the vaster space outside the Milky Way, that was the sign of the humanity entering into it's our next phases of evolution. And that's why things have been so weird and scattered and things are chipping away of the old world ways of doing things. And we're just on the very edge verge of taking that next step to the next evolutional advancement of the human race to where we can actually prepare ourselves to travel amongst the galaxies. Uh, see, see now, that, now that's trippy. That's <laughs> <laughs> now, now I can see that's that's the uh, the stoner. Uh... <laughs> it was just it was just one of those weird thoughts that I had randomly. But, but at but at this rate, it's somewhat believable. It's like you know what? Yeah, maybe he's right. Maybe this is. <laughs> It, yeah. it all makes sense now. This is why over the past few years, everything just keeps getting worse and worse and going downhill. It, mm-hmm. it all makes sense. But if you look, though, for the amount of stuff that has gone awry, there's also some positivity back things up. And I think people are learning to change their ways of doing stuff. Yeah, granted, we have a lot more uh, division amongst, you know, right wing, left wing, whatever. But if you look at the main focus of people, a lot of us are finding more commonality between us, whether you're gay, you're straight, you're black, you're white, whatever it is. And you're finding more commonality in there. And you're we're kind of letting all these groups over here and these groups over here kind of destroy themselves and allowing for the bigger vision in the next step beyond what we are now. Okay. So yeah, that, that makes sense. It's kind of bringing while you're, people are moving for their part some people are moving closer together so it's kind of a a mixed bag of everything yeah that's that's kind of how i look at stuff now granted you would think i just smoked the largest blunt you've ever seen before (laughs) this started but or you or you drank you know uh six of those uh uh, oil can uh, uh fosters <laughs> yes just uh <laughs> say no 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 man no listen to me this is this is real this is what's happening you're like okay yeah sure go crack open another one of your uh your oil cans over there <laughs> like i always say i am a reverend of the orthodox agnostic um church which basically means i hold up all the traditions of not having any clue if there's a god above us but one of those things is you should every Sunday drink yourself in and out of an existential crisis. There you go. I'll, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll drink to that. <laughs> and, and the good thing is that booze is always something that tends to bring people together. I mean, hence why, you know, we are both here tonight uh, drinking. So, I mean, what's your, what's your go-to drinks? Like what would be your, your favorites or all time favorites on your list? Okay, so my favorites have changed. You can't really see too well in here, but I have lots of bottles that have been saved throughout the podcast that I started in 2017. But I tend to be a vodka guy if I'm going with liquor, and I really dig Sobieski vodka, which is a Polish-made vodka. And me being a Polak, I have a little tattoo of the Polish eagle. And... That's kind of what me and my sisters like if we're just drinking for fun. Um, but I just recently discovered soju. And that stuff is just so amazing. We I've done I did soju twice on the podcast. One, the first time I tried it and we reviewed the squid games. And then again at the end of the year, we took our two favorite drinks of 2021, and that was soju and then 99 hard seltzers. Which is hard seltzers, I have deemed the most electrifying beverage in all of booze entertainment. Because <laughs> they are like, I, I, I do feel like calling them a seltzer is a stretch because they're too flavorful, but they're 9.9% alcohol per volume. They have four packs and 12 packs now. The four pack is like $7.99, and I think the 12 pack. Is right around 15 bucks. Okay. Okay. But I I made the mistake. Me and my sister decided we would each do a four pack each to review on the show because it comes with four flavors. Yeah. That was probably a bad idea because we got 
I got through two on live on the air and it was already just like, damn, but they taste so good. They taste so good, but they are so strong. I was just like, man, I don't know if I can get through this. And afterwards I finished one and I had a half of one left over by the time I went to bed and it was just, they are, they, they will get you. They will get you. I was going to say it at nine, at 9%. I mean, yeah. And they're, they're small cans. They're, they're, they're just a regular 12 ounce. They're the narrow, tall ones. Like yeah. A, like your monsters or a lot of your seltzers package them in that, but man, they, they're good. If you haven't tried them, I recommend them. Yeah, no, I haven't. Surprising. I know you're, you're talking about them. And so I have, it's on my list to, to try. Cause it is the, that seltzer. That's one step above the, your usual. It's a step above your, your white claws and you know, that, that kind of stuff. It's, it's a step below the, the four loco seltzers though, but that's, yes. but, but that's yeah. a totally different animal. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I feel like the the ninety nine seltzers have more like a four loco vibe to them, but taste good. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can get that vibe and you get that nine percent alcohol, but it actually has a good, enjoyable taste, then you're you're onto something there. Yeah, the the, the four loco seltzer. I mean, have have you had the four loco? We did. We did seltzers? the four loco. We did the four loco. I want to say 2020. Okay. Or it might have been before I moved my my studio to this room. But we we did do them one time before, and ugh. Oh <laughs> yeah, like, they're, they're not good. They're, they're they, not, they were. Yeah, I mean it's the. Uh, I think still I think they still only have I think the the black cherry and the mango are the, are yeah. the two. And uh, the only ones I've seen is the black cherry. Yeah, yeah. Here. The mango came out. I think, well, I don't know. The past two years have blended together so much. I can't, I don't know <laughs> which is which. I know, I know I had the black cherry. I picked it up the end of 2019. And then I think maybe it was the summer of 2020. I got the, the mango one. You know, the mango one is, is decent. Uh, black cherry was, was not a fan of that. I'm not a big black cherry fan to begin with. And throwing it in a four loco seltzer uh, is is not going to be a winning combination in my book. But yeah, I mean those four loco seltzers are not meant to be drank as a regular hard seltzer. I mean, oh, no. it's it's <laughs> you're not drinking them for the taste. I mean, that's for sure. The way I look at four loco in general is you you're getting ready to go out with your friends. You don't want to spend a whole lot at the bar. Cause you know, you're, you're kind of, you're not a lightweight, so you don't have to drive. So you pound a four loco before you get there. And then you can just drink and maintain that, Mm -hmm. that nice, good feeling throughout. Maybe get yourself a little, little bit drunker. Just, just don't break out the fireball because the fireball (laughs) shots is always always wrong. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's when, yeah. 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 Especially if you start your night with a four loco, which is always one four loco to start your night. You can deal with that. If you start going to two, that's when things are going to go downhill pretty quick. Yeah. Using Bojack math. That is eight locos right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like I said, it's it's great to to start your night and pregame with, but yeah, if you start breaking out the uh, the fireball or any other random shots at the bar, uh, that's when you know that if you have that good buzz going and you're you're feeling good, once those those shots hit, and it, it's all downhill from there. Oh yeah, like I uh, a few years back when I was doing stand up comedy pretty hard, there's a bar in El Paso called Bueller's. And it's themed after Ferris Bueller's house. It's attached to a retro arcade too. That's next door. Pretty cool ass place. But I, uh, I got I got started drinking that night, and I just my sister decided she was going to be my designated driver. It was one of my early gigs that I was actually making a little bit of money on, and it was just it was a party atmosphere. I got so blitzed. They had dollar fifty hams. Oh, nice. <laughs> So I was two fisting hams for a while. As soon as I get up on stage, I got both of my hams together and I just put the cans together and call, I'm giving you all guys pressed hams. 
a handful of people got it, others didn't. But yeah, I was like, just, what the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> I was man. so blitzed. <laughs> and then it, it, it was an all right set, but man, I've never been that drunk trying to get up on stage. And then after the show, Adam, because he's he's got a free tab, he just starts just handing out just shots after shots. I was so blitzed, I puked in my sister's purse on the way home. Oh, oh man. <laughs> uh, that, that that's was... a rough night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it was a rougher morning. Oh, luckily, oh, yeah. Yeah. Luckily, if my sister is my, my partner on the, the podcast, and um, she specifically has a purse that is designed to be puked in the inside is actually kind of got like a rubber layer. So all you do is just hose it out and it's, yeah, so it's she, just... <laughs> she brings that purse just in case of that situation. And she, when, when I puked in her purse, she's like, Oh, it finally came in handy. Yeah. This is like, this is the person. Okay. We're going out to the bar tonight or going somewhere that there'll be drinks involved. I better take this purse tonight. And then before we get in the car to go home, I'm going to take out all my my valuables or anything important. And just in case <laughs> we need to use this for an, another uh, reason. Oh, yeah. We had actually planned out a whole idea of creating the party purse, which actually has like a little pocket where you can have like some wine in there and maybe like a spot. If you're if you partake in the, in, in the weed, you can have a little spot to stash your weed and maybe smoking accessories and then a spot to <laughs> to have your you know your actual accessories your money your wallet the important stuff and the actual major part is meant for in that case of emergency where you have to vomit and it has like a removable rubber liner that seals the outside yeah. and <laughs> just they, take it <laughs> yeah they can just take it out and just throw the whole thing away and have like maybe a zip tie system where it just seals up and you just toss it they can just wipe it down and make sure there's nothing on the uh, on the inner liner and you just have that as the party purse See the party person. You got to get to get working on that and get get, get that on get that, that on Shark Tank. <laughs> I, I should make a prototype. You know, right yeah, there. yeah. Work on it. You know, and make and you have to test it thoroughly too. You need to oh, yes. make sure you test the durability of how much uh, uh, puke can uh, fill the thing. <laughs> so, so well, we can have them. We can have them sense uh, set out to like uh, kickback party rave you know and you can have your different adjustments and sizes in pre- preparation for what kind of experience you're expecting that night yeah see yeah it's exactly if you're not getting too crazy having your little you know just the one your little wristlet or something if you just feel like okay <laughs> it's just gonna be just a little bit you know not not getting too crazy tonight but then if you're really going all out on the town you get the the, the big one to to bring along yeah with like you. almost like a diaper bag situation yeah, much, there yeah. <laughs> like if you're going to coachella you probably need the diaper bag size oh yeah 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 and especially if you're going to fill in the other compartments with all your other uh goodies necessities. yeah yeah yes. the, the necessities the goodies that you need to, to bring along to the to the festival <laughs> oh yes <laughs> Yeah, but hey, I mean, it's it's interesting to to see, and especially, I mean, now have you? I mean, I know you're the, the connoisseur of the bottom shelf as well. Now, have you gone down the the bum wine road before? Have you had the you know Night Train, Thunderbird, MD twenty twenty, Cisco, all all yeah, that good stuff? We, we did the the MD twenty twenty, the Mad Dog twenty twenty, and I did some research and discovered. MD is actually for Mogan David 2020, yeah. mm-hmm. the kosher wine. That was shocking for me. I, I, I've done a, the, I, I do, usually when we do our reviews, I try to do as much research as I can on the 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 liquor we're buying from. But yeah, we've done the we've done a couple of um, episodes just on MD 2020. Um, well, well, you have you have a wide variety to pick from. So if you can get all the flavors, you can really knock out quite a few episodes with it. Yeah, we've done a handful of those. I try not to do like the same stuff every week. I try to kind of change it up. Yeah, yeah one spread I, it I out. Get, spread it out. Yeah, yeah. I get bored with flavors, and some stuff comes in like four packs, and you kind of work it out there. Like I did. What do we do? One. Oh, the Sonic Seltzers. That that was that was an interesting thing. I I actually had to go to Missouri to get the Sonic Seltzers because they don't sell them in our region. Actually, I didn't have to go to Missouri, but. I was coming back. <laughs> I was coming back from Ohio 
And on the way back, I would just stop at random gas station, get gases, kind of look around and see what they got. You're passing through. You have to scope it out. I, I do the same thing, too. Anytime I'm out of state or anywhere else, I, I have to yeah. pop into any you know gas stations or stores and look and say, OK, is there anything here that I haven't had before? And I was I was down in North Carolina last month and I stocked up on a ton of stuff that I wasn't able to to find where, where I am in New Jersey. And I, I just loaded that stuff up. I'm like, okay, great. Uh, we're, we're good to go. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause I, I picked up the, the Sonic seltzers there and we, and I had to get the two 12 packs cause they, they have the tropical flavor and they got the regular flavor. And I want to make sure we get the ocean water, the cherry lime. You, you, need, you need, you need all of them. You can't just you're, have half. Your classic Sonic flavor. So I, I at least want to review your classic Sonic flavors. So we did, you know, just four of those flavors on the show, and they're pretty decent. I, I feel like they didn't quite live up to the hype that they had, but it was fair enough. And then, since we're talking about stuff like out of town, I think I got a wine called Tidy Whitey that my mom picked up. <laughs> I think in Michigan, and then we got some vodka, horseradish vodka. Ooh, okay. Okay. We we did that. Unfortunately, that episode's not available anymore because we did it in our earlier just audio phase. And my sister decided she wanted us she wanted to start fresh and we started going live. And I've gotten rid of a lot of my previous audio episodes that are just audio only because we got a little bit too drunk and we might have said some <laughs> stuff that might not be too good for our yeah. future. <laughs> career yeah, kind I know. Of thing. Yeah, you got to go back now. And next thing you know, you're going to get canceled. So yeah, and just as we just just on the safe side because we got like way too drunk and some of them went way too long. Some of them ended up being like three hours long of just nonsense. <laughs> just just nonsense rambling. Of <laughs> yeah, because we we do multiple different stuff. You know, we we hadn't found our format, but. We did those. I'd really like to find the horseradish vodka again to try it. Yeah, now you need to do it for the second time around that maybe now yeah. you can fully remember it and, and have it in video format and yeah, and really do document pro- the whole process. Yeah, do a proper, proper uh, podcast of it. Because yeah, it was actually, I thought it was going to be terrible. But it actually was fairly good. It would have gone great in like a martini or uh, not a martini, but a, a Bloody Mary or something like that. It would have been solid. Yeah, I think who I was I was talking to somebody this past weekend and they were bringing up um, it wasn't horseradish vodka, but it was another type of vodka that they were saying was great in, in Bloody Marys. And I was like, I'm not a big Bloody Mary fan because I'm not a big uh, tomato juice fan. But I mean, if you get enough garnish around it, with you know the right type of vodka and like you throw in you know some bacon or <laughs> anything yeah. you add in with it i'm like okay this will camouflage the actual drink and i'll, I'll drink it in that case but i forget what i don't know if it was garlic vodka maybe or some something like that i know that and, i know around here i can find like a lot of jalapeno uh vodka um, they have green chili vodkas. Okay. Um, cause being here in New Mexico, uh, you know, hatch green chili is the thing here. You know, chili is popular. There are so many green chili beverages, green chili wines, green chili ciders, green chili beer. Now are they, now are they, are they good or most of them just been kind of a novelty. The wine was actually better than I expected it to be. It actually, it, it worked well. I'm not sure you'd want to drink a whole bottle of itself yeah, but, but if maybe, you have like a glass and share it you know share yeah, it around if you share the bottle and you all each have a glass maybe with dinner or something it, it's pretty good the the cider we got it was like a dragon fruit green chili mix and it was from a small brewery in texas oh that was the worst tasting thing i've i definitely one of the top worst tasting things we've had on this podcast <laughs> Somehow it tasted over carbonated and flat at the same time. I do not know how they managed to make those combinations happen at the same time, but they did. And I was just like, I don't know what to think. It's just, it's just mind blowing at that point. It was just, it was everything didn't blend together. And then the green chili and then the dragon fruit flavors just clashed. It was just, I don't recommend if you ever see green chili, Dragon fruit seltzer or ciders anywhere, just walk away. Just don't, walk don't away. do it. Just it's not worth it. It's not worth it. 
unless if you're trying to do a show and you want views and you're intentionally drinking bad stuff just for clicks, there you go. Okay, <laughs> th- then that's go for it. There's a lot of things that I have done or bought just for the fact that it's probably going to be terrible. Like we yeah. did this uh, wine. It's called Fun Wine. Okay, I don't know. Sounds, where sounds it's fun. It's the bottle here. Let me see if I can reach the bottle. I'll show it to you. <laughs> but this bottle, it has like every Asian culture trope. It's got some Chinese lucky cats on here. It, it's got a little like generic, almost Hello Kitty looking thing. The font is just ridiculous. And then you got some weird lips. It almost yeah, there's like, there's a lot going on on that. There's bottle so there. much going on this. It almost looks like it almost looks like it's supposed to be like flavored lube that you get at an adult bookstore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's supposed to be a low carb, low calorie beverage. And it's supposed to only be 295 calories in this whole thing. It's supposed to be like the whole the whole bottle, the whole bottle. Wow! It's supposed to appear to the fitness people and all that, which, you know, there was a time when I used to be, you know, a gym rat and I probably would have bought this just for that fact. But it tastes like a strawberry fart in your mouth because <laughs> they don't they don't use regular sugar. They use uh it's just some artificial something. Yeah, yeah, they use something else in here. I know they have it on this label. They they're, they really they really hype it up on everything that's on here. I think it's mung fruit, and it just it just it just hypes up the sulfates <laughs> just, to where just, it's a, just don't do it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it's a strawberry fart in your mouth. And yeah. see. My sister was like, oh, I hate it and all this. And there's like six different flavors of it. So I told her for the next six days, we're just going to do this wine all the way through. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I think it's great. It's the best thing ever. And she's just like, for the love of God, why are we doing this? No, we got to move on. Something else. (laughs) (laughs) So last night, I finally admitted on the live stream that I was like, oh, no, no, no. I admit it. It was terrible. It was, it was terrible. Yeah. But it was a good time, though. It, it, it was a good time. It, it made it fun. And it, that's it, the... <laughs> it helped create content, and that's what we're all about. Yeah, exactly. That's what we said. That's why we said it's like, if you're going to the store to find something enjoyable to drink, do not get that. Do not get the, the other uh, cider you were talking about. But if you're doing something that you want to review or... <laughs> to do a show about <laughs> then yes pick these up i mean a oh, lot yeah. of times I'll, I'll see random stuff that you know does not look very good but it's like well this could be so bad that it's you know it's good content so you say well, i sure i'll pick it up you know what what the hell i mean that's the and you never know sometimes you get lucky you might see something oh, yeah. that, that sounds like it's a bad idea and then you try it and you're like you know what this is is not that bad is it great no no, not not at all. But it, it's not the it's not, it's not something you're gonna pour down the drain. It's like at least I can finish this thing. Yeah, that's that's that was my thought when I got the '99 seltzers, because we all know the '99 shooters. Yeah, I I have my little bag of doom. Um, I get a bunch of random shots from the liquor store, and we just draw out of it. And you have to take a shot, whatever it is. And and obviously, a lot of times we get '99 because there's so many flavors of '99s, and all of them are just powerful they burn they don't taste great so i thought a whole seltzer of that it's gonna be great it's gonna be terrible and then we drank it and it was like holy shit that was amazing (laughs) sometimes you catch lightning in a bottle and it and it works out it's it's the perfect blend of the flavor and the alcohol and then add in the seltzer with it too which like i said I'm, i'm not a big hard seltzer fan especially not of of white claws i mean those i think they're just terrible or any of like the other mainstream ones but there are some smaller ones that are pretty good and then if you can get the ones that have the right amount of flavor to them uh yeah and especially that a little bit higher alcohol with it it can be the the perfect blend 
Yeah, that's let's me. I, I enjoy a lot of seltzers though, because I, I drink through my fitness uh, phases. I got used to drinking a lot of seltzers instead of sodas. So I enjoy seltzers in general. Yeah. I mean, um, I like I like part. seltzers, like regular <laughs> seltzers. Now, I'd rather take that and mix it, you know, with some oh, sort of hard alcohol and just do my own hard seltzer. So, okay, mix it with some, some vodka or, or something like that. I mean, I'm like, I don't need a prepackaged hard seltzer. I'll, I'll get a regular seltzer and then I'll mix it up with whatever flavor I want. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely that's kind of how where I got started on doing the hard seltzers. Anyways, when I was hardcore gym rat, going to the gym six days a week, training for fights and everything else, I would just I'd go to the bar, get vodka, uh, seltzer with a twist of lime. That's what I drink, you know. And if I was really looking to party, double shot of vodka. <laughs> You know, <laughs> amp it up, man. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, and then then the only extra calories you get is is just the the vodka. But right, right. But I haven't been a gym rat in a while because I jacked up my neck in the last fight, and I just not that interested in it now. <laughs> so what so, what were you doing? What were you? Uh, what type of uh, fighting? So uh... I was really getting into MMA and stuff like that, and then um, so my actual profession is I'm a paramedic. That's what I do for in the real world. Mm-hmm. And every year they have battle of the badges. So one of the easiest ways to get some fights under you is to battle the badges. And I being the fearless idiot that I am decided to fight this giant six foot four gorilla of a human being. And the first time I caught him with a solid hook by dislocating my shoulder. <laughs> and it, and, and I couldn't finish the fight because my shoulder was all dangling. So the next fight I did, I fought this other guy. I won that fight. And then I ran into him and I was like, hey, let's let's do a rematch. Let's, you know, finish this actual fight out. Because last time I feel like it just ended because I couldn't get my shoulder back in. But see, then I got at that point, I got to the point where I could just pop my shoulder back in easily. If it pops out, I can just, boop. you know, it's made out of marshmallows. Mm-hmm. So. I was in that fight and my shoulder, I was, I, I can easily switch. I'm very ambidextrous. So I'd switch from Southpaw to Orthodox at a whim. And I decided to come out fighting in a Orthodox, in a Southpaw position. And I should have stayed in Orthodox because it was throwing him off. No, I should have stayed Southpaw. I don't remember. I did the opposite <laughs> of what I normally did. Yeah, should have done it the other way. That, I should have stuck with thing. what yeah. I was doing because I yeah. was doing it better. I was it was better that way. And my shoulder popped out, and I was being Mr. Machismo here, you know. And I popped my shoulder back in, but as I popped it in, my I let my guard down. He caught me into the chin. Ugh. I fell. My head hit the ropes. It was it was an ugly. I, it's on YouTube. Uh, no, on YouTube on Facebook, on the Las Cruces Battle of the Badges. And I hit so hard. And ever since then, my neck's just been horrible. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on my comedy. I'm going to stop throwing punches and start working on punch lines instead. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lot safer that way. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy fighting. So now I let my son do that. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I got three kids. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, you let him take care of the fighting side of it. You you just stick with the uh, with the comedy. Yes. I, I will stick with the podcast and the comedy, the movies. I got so many things that I do. It's almost <laughs> obscene. So how, how did you get into the, uh, the, the podcast world? What, what made you start the, uh, start the show? Okay. So this is going to be a slightly sad story for a moment. Oh, so I've been a paramedic at that point. I was going on 14 years and 14 years. I've seen a lot of really messed up stuff you know, kind of wears on you. And I just remember one day we ran a call. This guy was just dead on the side of the road. No ID, no nothing, no, nothing we knew about the guy. He was, there was no saving him. It was a sad moment. And as we were leaving, I have this tendency. If I don't know what happened, I create what happened in my mind. And I started talking to him and I, I told my partner that, yeah, this poor guy, you know, clearly he was walking home from an AA meeting. He finally got his life back together. 
you know, he was just about to get ready back together with his wife, who's estranged from from last year because he got too many DWIs. That's why he was having to walk home. And unfortunately, he got nailed by another drunk driver who ended up being his brother-in-law. You know, <laughs> and I just I started this whole story. So that started making me write in a movie and then a movie script. And I started to listen to a lot of Kevin Smith podcasts. And I thought, what's a good way to slowly get my feet into an entertainment realm? And so I thought doing a podcast. And I said, what do me and my sisters have in common? We drink cheap booze together. So one day we were just drinking some cheap wine together. My sister's friend said something outlandish on describing the flavor of it. And I thought we can make a podcast out of that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, best of the bottom, we're bottom class people drinking bottom shelf booze and just all kind of fell in together. And the podcast started off. It was me. I have two sisters that are twins and then their friend, Sammy. So there was four of us originally. And so we do the podcast together and then Sammy decided she didn't really want to commit to that much effort. So she shows up every once in a while. And then my other sister, she got tired of being committed to it. So then it just came me and my sister, Diane, who are the most committed to it. And we just kind of stuck with it. And we've kind of, we've been off and on for a long time. Like every, we'd get our, our following to grow a little bit and then we get busy. I'll put out a show for weeks on end and then drop it and then back and forth. And then one day I said, we're going to go live on Twitch. We're going to do it live every Monday, 9 p.m., and we're going to do it like that. And that's how we've been doing it for the last, this will be our two years now we've been going live. Right. And that's just kind of where things have grown. Twitch is definitely our strongest platform. We got affiliated in on Twitch in about three months. And since, you know, since then we got, we're, we don't have huge numbers, but you know, we're, we're slowly grinding away. I think we're at like 115 now. And we're getting ready to do our next 24-hour live stream sometime this year. Ooh, and we're 24, wow. <laughs> yeah. We, we did last, last year, we did it. Not last year. Well, I guess for 2021, yeah, I guess. We did it on New Year's Eve. And we started at, like, I want to say 8 o'clock in the morning or 9 o'clock in the morning to nine o'clock the next day. And that really boosted a lot of our numbers on Twitch. But this year we're going to do it on a Monday. So we're going to start with a podcast and then go into some game streaming, some watch alongs, some other nonsense. Cause I also do some game streaming here and there for a while. I had to take a break from game streaming because my video capture cards, you know, technology stuff. Oh yeah. All that fun stuff. stuff yeah. <laughs> so all the, all my game stuff wasn't, <clears throat> communicating with Streamlabs, and i finally got that straightened out had to order a bunch of new cords and all that and now it works again so i i've just started back up with the live streaming on twitch which i'll probably be live tonight sometime i don't know probably in a couple hours i just stream till about midnight or so just playing random retro games or just stuff i find interesting i do a lot of platformers and like rpg stuff so i do that just as a extra something just to create content help get other viewers in bring them into the to the bottom yeah. class world bring them into the family oh know, yeah whatever, whatever it takes they you, you lure them in with the uh with the video games and then they find the other content of the the cheap booze and they're like hey i like these guys <laughs> yeah yeah and then we do that and then i've done a for a few short films um we do a lot i have a film crew that i work with out in el paso called real bravo studios we do the 48 hour film challenges and those are freaking wild it's 48 hours they give you a genre a line and a prop that has to be used hmm. then you have 48 hours to film it edit it do whatever else you need to do and then get it turned back in we won a couple of awards we've done five so far because 2020 happened and screwed up everything <laughs> yeah so we do that and then i've done some other stuff i just i just got to be a background actor in a, a ryan philippi film that'll be coming out sometimes probably next year or this year i'm not sure and i've done i actually got to be uh uh do some stuff in the clint eastwood mule film like i, oh, wow. I just 
I'm just all over the damn place. I was gonna I say just... you're 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 busy a uh, busy person over there. <laughs> I was I was gonna I was gonna say I mean I was gonna say well what's what's next for you and and the podcast? But I mean I see you're you're pretty freaking busy as it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to keep. I just try to keep my hands. I just keep putting a bunch of irons in different fires and see which one starts to shape yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I'd good. say my biggest passion that I focus on the most right now is my podcast because I can do that. You know, I, I'm in more control of when it happens and how it gets done and put out there into the ether, assuming technology doesn't mess it up or anything like that. Yeah, doesn't destroy it on you. Yeah, because for the last two years, I think we've only missed two episodes. One was because me and my sister both got COVID. So we didn't do an episode there, but I put out a little thing. And then the next episode we did, we talked about our COVID experiences. <laughs> And then we did, uh, and then I missed one episode because I was out of town, unfortunately, for a funeral. So, but, you know, I'd say pretty beyond those couple of things that was beyond our control, every Monday we're here. There. And then every Monday live. And then I try to do uh, some stuff for the YouTube channel. I have a few cocktail uh, stuff that I've done, some unboxing, just trying to figure out what I'm trying to do with my YouTube channel. Besides, yeah. It's always trying to figure out what content, what, what, what can hit what's what do people want to see that that's always the main thing it's tough to to find it oh yeah it's it's definitely youtube is much harder to find that algorithm than twitch twitch you can actively talk to people so right now my main focus is keep twitch growing then i post then it, it goes available on the bottom class entertainment youtube channel as a matter of fact this week's podcast just has well, it's all uploaded and everything. I just got to click the go live button, <laughs> and it'll be live as soon as we've done recording this. And uh, I don't know. Eventually, I want to get back out there doing some stand up comedy, but that's a little bit harder with my current schedule. Yeah, well, you got you got your hat in so many different areas right now. Oh, yeah, to, uh, <laughs> like I said, you said, you, you want to do the podcast, you want to, yeah, movies, videos, comedy. It, it's a lot to keep track of and having to work on top of that i mean it's just trying to find hours to to get the stuff done i mean in a perfect world you could do everything you want to get done but yeah we all know it doesn't work out that way so many hours yeah and i'm learning to be a piercer too (laughs) (laughs) but that that's actually a project for my son he's uh he's become a tattoo artist and i've been his me and his mom have been his uh, canvases. I actually got two brand new tattoos that he did. One last week, one this week. So he's been uh, work at heart and I work for that. So the goal is we're going to get him a tattoo shop going. And in order to be a good, solid, successful tattoo shop, you also need to have a piercer. Mm-hmm. I'm a medic. I stick people with needles all the time. So you're, you're halfway there. Yeah, yeah, even, even more than that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not much of a transition. I mean, look, if I if I legally am able to cut a hole in somebody's throat and jab a tube down there, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I can stick a needle through somebody's ear and give them some pretty juvenile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you can handle that. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that, that's that's the many uh, things that are in front of me in this new adventure. No, that's that's great. That's great, man. Hey, I, I appreciate you taking the time to to, to come on here and, and and chat with me. And we'll, we'll definitely have to to do it again. And we'll uh, we'll we'll find some fine or fine or not so fine beverages to to crack open uh, and enjoy the the next time, maybe for a uh, for for a little uh, mini review uh on on the podcast so but i mean uh i mean tell uh tell everybody where they where they can find you and, and the podcast and all that good stuff okay so most of i've simplified it pretty much all my social media is going to be at bottom class tiktok twitter instagram um best of the bottom has its own facebook page which is best of the bottom and then twitch is bottom class and then the youtube is bottom class entertainment because that's what was available to me. And that's where I post everything there. I do some random TikToks here and there. I, I, I try, I've, like I said, I branch out as far as I can go. <laughs> I have all the socials. Yeah, I know. You're spread as, as thin as, as, as can be at this point. 
Oh, definitely. I feel like Jake from Adventure Time that one episode where he switched <laughs> all the way to his limit in that maze. Yeah, it's like at this point, I don't know. You don't want to stretch too far and then you know burst. So so try to <laughs> yes. keep it keep it uh, keep it simple as simple yes, as you can. That's why my main focus is right now the podcast, and hopefully I'll have some other content coming available to the youtube channel i got some cooking show ideas in mind and a few other little crafty ideas some but it's done in a sarcastic tone yeah <laughs> so we'll 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 see how it works out there's there's a lot of finer tuning to it but right now i do the podcast and then we try to do an aew dynamite watch along me and my sister on wednesdays which will okay. be live tomorrow at the bottom class entertainment channel on youtube See, and and I'm still gonna try to push it. I know a while back I told you you can do some content on the on the bumwebbob.com yes. as well. You, you're you're on there. You, you join the site. Yeah, I actually these days we'll get you on there. <laughs> I, I started. I actually started writing up one thing, and then I, I was like, oh, I don't like that. And then I got a whole review that I've been need to sit down and actually type up for the 99 Celters because it was a lovely experience. So. It's it's definitely I got I got some article ideas in mind. I just I just got perfect figure it out. I just got to figure it out. Like how can you don't do anything? I don't see how you don't have time to to figure this stuff out. You're just sitting there, you know. I know, just doing nothing all the time. But playing video games and drinking beer by myself. No, no, no. It's it's all it's all good. I always put it out there for people. I say, hey, if you want to, you know, do any content, write stuff. You want to even if you just plug in your own shows and, and podcasts and everything you know i always open it up to people and anybody out there listening too i always say it you know you want to join the the bumwinebob.com team you know while we, we can't pay you anything uh you can get your content out there and maybe somebody sees it who can pay you so exactly. re- remember that it's just a, a, a forum to get your ideas out there so you know while it's all they, about finding growth it, that's, that's- exactly exactly and if you can mm-hmm. you know work with with people and and make some you know friendships and relationships and then work together on stuff i mean that's kind of what the whole podcasting world is about is working with people and trying to to grow together and see who can you know take that next step above so yes definitely and we'll have to have you on uh, the best of the bottom at some point um like i said Probably once we get through this 24-hour live stream, I got got lots of yeah, planning. Yeah, for exactly. That, so. I know you're going to be busy with with that one there, and I'll, I'll be sure to, to tune in and <laughs> join for a portion of it. Uh, to, what, to you see. don't want to sit there for 24 hours? You ain't got nothing better? Uh, you know, eh, well, we'll, we'll see. Depends <laughs> on, you know, how many drinks I have and if I, uh, when I pass out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but hey, but hey, but hey, but. Thank you for coming on the show and blessing oh. the the beverages oh, they, uh, tonight. You know, you he much. is the uh, he is the the Reverend JP. He is the uh, the host, co-host, the 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 man behind the the best of the bottom class. You know, podcast, Twitch stream, YouTube, um, all that good stuff. Be sure to check him out. I'll have all the the links posted on the on the website when the podcast goes live. But but hey, and thank thank you reverend for for joining the show oh, thank we you will definitely you have to, to to do it again oh for sure and thank you for having me it was great all right <laughs> he is <laughs> he is the reverend jp i am bum wine bob and until next time cheers cheers i need a beer <laughs> <laughs>